Howdy. Hi. Hi. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Yeah. I welcome to the next snack size episode. Yes. Snack size episode is today. Monday. You sound very unsure. <laughs> Probably because we're recording this on Friday night and I was like looking up something and then you're like, happy Monday. And I was like, what? Uh oh. I have to work. Oh, I just, yeah, I just got off work. Um, yeah. Hi, guys. Happy Monday. We, <laughs> it's a Monday for sure. Um, we are bringing you our snack size episode. And this is Laura's week. So tell us what you got for us, baby girl. All right. So today I am going to tell you about the forbidden love story of the king of Portugal and his corpse queen. Ew, gross. I love it. Go. All right. So <laughs> oh, my, my God. <laughs> this is a... Um, Why don't I know about this? This is from Esquire.com. Okay. Okay. All right. So the epic love story of Peter I of Portugal and Inez de Castro is one that's characterized by passion, intrigue, mystery, jealousy, and murder. It spawns several legends and has even become a source of inspiration for poets and artists alike. There's even a Portuguese saying derived from the story that's still used in every day. And I'm going to murder this. I apologize. Agora é tarde, Inês é morta, which means it's too late, Inês is dead. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> so Peter the Just or the Cruel, as he was called, um, there might be some discrepancy there, apparently. Clearly. Um, <laughs> right. Was born to King Alfonso the Eleventh of Castile. Uh, Leon and Galicia and his wife, Maria of Portugal. Uh, when Peter was 16, he was betrothed to Constanza Manuel of Valena, uh, the daughter of Prince Juan Manuel of Valena and his second wife, Constance of Aragon. Wow, you have a much, lot of Hispanic names. <laughs> Portuguese, but yes. Right, right, right. Uh, much like Portugal. other unions okay. at the time, the marriage was done in a bid to create an alliance with another kingdom. Since Portugal was at war at that time, Peter and Constanza had a marriage by proxy. It wasn't until four years later that the war would end and the two would meet. In 1340, Constanza arrived in Portugal with her entourage in tow. It was wow, said that man. Peter initially found his wife suitable until he met her cousin and lady-in-waiting, an aristocratic Castilian named Inez de Castro, just oh, minutes later. Yikes. Hmm. Awkward. The newly married Peter fell in love with Inez almost immediately. The young Inez was said to have golden hair with blue eyes to match with milky white skin. Wow. The two became embroiled in a love affair that caused quite a scandal at the royal court. At the same time, Peter got his lawful wife, Constanza, pregnant. I mean, he's giving it out to all the ladies. I mean, but uh, also, like, why did it cause a scandal? Because that was literally, like, how it fucking went. Every king everywhere was having affairs with this <laughs> queen's ladies-in-waiting. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the relentless Constanza plotted to end the scandalous love affair by making Inez the godmother of their son, Luis. In the Catholic Church, a godparent essentially becomes a member of the family, making the affair incestuous. This and other attempts didn't phase them. Uh, they continued uh, the affair, much to the chagrin of Constanza. Right? Go fuck yourself, Constanza. <laughs> right? 
So, so soon Peter's father got wind of the affair and sternly told his son to end it. Uh, Peter refused, and in an attempt to nip the relationship in the bud, the king banished Inez from the kingdom to a convent. Ah, but damn. still, Peter and Inez continued to meet in secret. Leia is apparently messages. very into this story. All of a sudden, I was like, oh, hi. <laughs> okay, Mama, get down. This is a good girl. Okay. This is too, you're too young for this story. Um, Peter would send messages using a small wooden boat, which would then go through the convent's water ducks. <laughs> oh, my God. They were obsessed so the with young, each other. Right. The young lovers would also meet in the surrounding woods. In 1345, Constanza died weeks after giving birth to her third child with Peter. As if a huge burden was lifted, Peter went to the Santa Clara Palace in Cumbria to live with Inez as a married couple. They had four children in a span of 20 years. Wow. Alfonso, who died shortly after his birth, Beatrice, Countess of Albuquerque, John, Duke of Valencia de Campos, and Dennis, Lord of Sefuentes. So probably not New Mexico. Right. No. Okay. So (laughs) following a number of blissful years, Peter asked his father for permission to marry the love of his life. The king and the court, however, found the immoral affair more offensive than ever, as Inez's father and brothers had become powerful figures in Castile who were also involved in a plot to overthrow the government. Jesus. Right. On January the 1st, We've got stuff. We can't be dealing with your fucking crazy right. marriage. <laughs> Bigger problems. Yes. Um, so they decided to marry in secret. Um, and while they lived out their days in marital bliss, the royal advisors grew concerned over the crown due, the, due to the possibility of Inez's children usurping Constanza's, the throne's legitimate heirs. Oh. So for the next 12 months... Alfonso was fed these thoughts until he finally yielded and ordered the murder of Inez. So that's his father, right? So, oh, shit. Yeah. While Peter was away on a hunting trip, the king traveled to Cumbra to assassinate Inez. When the time came, it was said that the king was so moved upon seeing his grandchildren that he had the order stopped. His persistent advisors convinced him otherwise, and he left the room saying, do whatever you want. The three assassins... Pero Coljo, Alvaro Gonzalez, and Diego Lopez Pacheco stabbed her to death with their swords. Inez's corpse was quickly buried in the cemetery of the Santa Clara Church. When Peter learned of his beloved death, he declared war against his father. Where was he when she he got was, murdered? He was out on a hunting trip. Oh. Yeah. So he was quickly defeated. Um, Unfortunately, but two years later, the king died and Peter ascended the throne anyway. So one of his first orders was a public execution of the assassins. Save for uh, Lopez Pacheco, who managed to escape. So after being tortured, the two assassins that they did catch were maniacally executed by the ripping of their hearts, ripping (laughs) out of their hearts. One through his back and one through his chest. Peter later announced to the court that he had married Inez in secret, though he had no proof. No one dared to contest the king after witnessing what just happened to the two assassins. Right. The original fuck around and find out. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So the king demanded that Inez be recognized as the queen of Portugal. Upon his orders, Inez's body was exhumed from her grave. 
The corpse was then dressed in royal robes and given a proper pr procession. According to the Royal Archivi Archivist of Portugal, he brought her corpse from the monastery of Santa Clara, where she had been laid in the most exalted procession that could be arranged. She arrived in a procession with the extremely correct protocol for the time, carried by great cavaliers, accompanied by gentlemen of noble birth, and many other people and ladies and damsels and a great number of clergy. Whoa. Yeah, so he continued, by the side of the road stood many men with great candles in their hands, organized in such a way that wherever the corpse went, along the entire route, it traveled between lit candles. And thus they arrived at the aforesaid monastery, 17 leagues distant, where with many masses and great solemnity, her corpse was placed in that monument. And that was the grandest funeral procession which had been seen in Portugal at that time. Holy shit. When the corpse arrived at the monastery, it was placed on a throne, anointed, and then crowned. All of the king's noblemen, as well as the clergy and peasants, lined up to bow and kiss the dead queen's hand. <gasps> Inez was finally laid to rest at a tomb um, in Alcobaca Monastery, and when the king died, he was placed next to her. Um, yeah. That's foul, because after two years, she's probably just bone. Ooh, not good. Mm -mm, not, good. not good. Mm -mm. And everybody had to do it. Even and peasants. she was kept on there, obviously, for a while, right? Right. Creeps. Ooh, gross. Before she was finally taken. But I really kind of need to find a man that's going to love me that fucking much. Right? <laughs> I, need to, I need that in my, like, I need that in my life. I think we all need that in our lives. Make me a queen. So, Insist uh, I be queen after I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> so Peter and Inez now rest, hopefully in peace, um, in the beautiful monastery. Um, their matched tombs inscribed with the words, um, Ate o fim de mundo, or until the end of the world. Oh my God. So that's the story. Of that, how do I not fucking Portugal. know about this? I don't know, actually. I'm kind of surprised you didn't know it. I swear to God, I had so, no idea. Love royals and this and creepy shit and death and like... corpses. I'm here for <laughs> the minute you said that. I was like, oh, I love it. Tell it again. Right. We'll just listen to you tell it again. Go. <laughs> wow, that was so cool. Holy shit. Yeah, it's a crazy story, huh? It's I thought so you would enjoy crazy. it. Yes, that was the fucking best. <laughs> oh my god. Awesome. Yeah, that was really great. Good job. Now, again, I hate to follow you. Right? Because mine is not <laughs> that... It's cool, but it's not that cool. Now I gotta find something about dead people. Alright, we gotta go. I gotta find a new story for next week. <laughs> anyway, right, guys. Have a great weekend. I hope that you enjoyed the story as much yes. as Carrie did, apparently. I mean, a thousand percent. <laughs> um, anyway, thanks, guys. Have the week you'll have, and we will see you on Saturday with a brand new episode. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, Bye.